There are times when we feel like we can handle anything that life throws at us. And then there are days where even the smallest setback feels overwhelming. What makes the difference? It's our mental strength. It helps us to resist being derailed by negative thoughts. It helps us to get back into the ups and downs of life day after day. And just like physical strength, it's kind of a mental muscle that we can develop to improve our overall well-being. You guessed it. On today's episode, we're going to talk about building mental strength. Let's get into it. Welcome back, everybody. Episode two of the new studio. Oh, my gosh. Starting to get it down. Yes, we are getting it down. I want to have you in my sights. You want to watch me the whole time, huh? Yes, so we can have good conversation. All right. And I don't feel like I'm talking to you sideways. No, when I get snapping edge, I'm looking you right in your eyes. Yeah, exactly. Hold on. I got to fix my hair. You there guys, she goes, I, touching the hair again. I feel like I'm always there under the goes. gun getting this show. You guys, what do you think? This is my actual vision because I... Yep. I wanted to switch up so that we could have conversations and I wanted to be facing each other rather than side to side. But I, of course, want to connect with you guys still here. And uh, yeah, so this is our new setup. Comment below. I want to know what you guys think after this episode, because it's going to be a different dynamic for how we have yeah. conversations because yep. we're going to be face to face. So it's a little different. It feels different for me. And occasionally we'll look at you guys in the camera. So of course, we got to connect with you guys for yeah. sure. We see you. And Mr. Escobar's not sleeping today. He's upright I'm and upright. ready to go. Chairs adjusted. Cheers. I have my coffee. You have your coffee. Shout out, Pete. Mm-hmm. We are good to go. So a little bit of housekeeping. If you guys have not already subscribed, please subscribe here on YouTube. Or if you are listening to the show, give us a chance on YouTube. I think you might like. I think you might like the new studio for sure. Oh yeah. And then we interact with you in the comments. So that's always, always cool. Always. We and, love the comments. Yeah. And if you're not already following us on Candidly with Coffee's Instagram, follow us on Candidly with Coffee. We would love to see you there. And then leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Appreciate you know, it. Appreciate it. All the things. And, and don't forget, refer us to all your friends and family and then some. We're trying to grow this show as usual. <laughs> and... Now you made me lose my train of thought. And shoot, what was the other thing I was going to say? Oh, yeah. There We're going to have a live podcast episode. It's going to be our second one. We're going to do it on Friday, 5 p.m. Pacific, standard time. PST. So set a notification on your phone and join the conversation. It's fun because we answer questions live. It's very interactive. And we'll be doing it at a different location. I mean, here in the studio, but... Studio B, Studio B, but scene two. Scene two. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, you guys, we love it. We love the studio and we're going to be doing so much fun stuff here. I can't wait till at this table joins some additional, some conversation pieces, some additional experts on different things and stuff will be joining us in studio. Yes. If you guys have like specific requests or you know of someone you would want us to interview, and maybe that's someone that's local in the San Francisco Bay Area or California. Let us know because we're going to start booking that out as well. That Those will be special episodes of Cannelly with Coffee. They will be additional episodes. So don't worry. You're still going to get us in all of our glory two times a week. Twice a week. I need to tell the people about our experience yesterday with our cheat meal because it was glorious. Go for it. Wasn't it good? Yes, it was. You guys, Ash, we love La Taqueria in, did I say that right, by the way? La Taqueria. La Taqueria 
in San Francisco, but they're closed for their winter break. Yes, they are. And so we were craving Mexican food. And it w- it's very hard when we crave Mexican food and know that they're closing because then we know that chances are we're going to go somewhere and it's not going to measure up. That's true. And I don't know why you thought of this spot. I've only had it one other time and it was not very good because it was via DoorDash. Yeah. Which some places are just meant to eat fresh. And it was called Spartan Tacos. Spartan Tacos. Cali Spartan Tacos. Cali Spartan Tacos. And it's, it's not too far from San Francisco State University downtown. San Jose State. San Jose State. It's in Sorry. San Jose. San Jose. I was thinking, see, I'm already thinking of La Taqueria, yeah, San Francisco. we're going to go next Saturday. Sorry, I'm on mine, San Francisco, yeah. yeah. Anyways, so it was very delicious. Yes, it was. And I had, I'm going to tell you exactly what I had. I had three super chicken tacos. Crispy, though. Crispy. Oh, yeah. That's the key. Crispy. That's what they're three known for. Three super crispy chicken tacos and... Their chips and guac was delicious too. They put like a little, almost like a tahini seasoning type thing yes. on their chips. Yep. But the tacos were to die for. I'm going to give them a nine out of 10. Yes. If La Taqueria is 10 out of 10, they're a strong nine. Yep. Like not a nine, they're a strong nine. No, they are. They're legit. Because so, they're, they're a little different. Yeah. They're crispy. I ordered the same thing as you said, steak. I know. You know what I realized after we left there? I'm like, oh, shoot. He had three tacos. I had three tacos. I'm not supposed to be eating the same volume as you, but then you had a burrito. I had a burrito for later, though. Yeah. I took it to go. I did it. Let's keep so, it real. Yeah. So I don't. So I don't feel so bad. I ate about half the calories you ate yesterday. Yeah, or you didn't do even bad. Less. No. You only had one meal. No donuts. No donuts. See? But I had an ice cream. I had popcorn, and that's kind of it. And and a pr- protein bar. Oh, you didn't eat it. Mm-hmm. That's not a lot at all. No, it wasn't too bad. It wasn't too bad at all. But. Yeah, you guys highly recommend. Highly yes. recommend. Yes, highly. Highly. Because it has to be the crispy tacos though. That's what they're famous for. That's that what is that is for. what they're famous for. All right, you guys, moving on to the hot coffee topic. I want to talk about Gypsy Rose. Have you guys heard about Gypsy Rose and that whole scenario with her killing her mother? This is her and her mother years ago. Yeah. She just got released out of prison. For those of you who don't know, she spent, I think she spent like seven years in prison. She did a 10 year sentence. Yes. She did 85% of a 10 year sentence. So about, about a little bit over eight years she did. So she famously murdered her mother. She didn't murder her she mother. Orchestrated, she hired, she right? orchestrated, orchestrated the murder of her mother yes. who's seen here. Her mother had something called Munchausen syndrome by proxy which is, it's a, specifically, it is a a fictitious disorder imposed on another. So it's when you, there, you make somebody else pretend to be sick or feel like they're sick. And it's like, you believe you want them to be sick. Yeah. Or so Munchausen, regular Munchausen is when you pretend to be sick. Like you pretend so much and you're so psychotic about it. You feel like you really are sick. Like people pretend to have cancer yes, because they crave the sympathy and things like that. I don't know the specifics about the disorder. Do you actually believe that you're sick? Is that how sick in the mind you are? Hey man, the mind's powerful. You can make it believe whatever it wants to believe. Right. right? So probably so. Yeah. So this woman made her daughter be ill like she she subjected her to years of surgeries doctor's appointments medications she the daughter she really believed she was ill 
So the Gypsy Rose is her name. She actually believed she was sick. She believed she thought she had leukemia. She was bound to a wheelchair, like wow. crazy shit. But when she got a little older, it became harder. The mom had a harder time controlling her from controlling her, like keeping her at the house. She, she homeschooled her and everything. Like it was a psychosis this woman had, but she fully abused this, this child into thinking she was sick. None of it was true. And so when she got a little older, she met a, a guy online and she orchestrated the murder of her mother because she started to realize the level of abuse she was under and she orchestrated her murder. And so famously, she was convicted and he was convicted to life in prison, but she was convicted to what you said, a 10 year sentence. And yeah. she just got out. Yeah. I wonder what was the final straw. When did she decide enough's enough and this is it. I'm going to get rid of this lady like your own mother because that takes, that's pretty crazy. She said actually that, I don't know the, the details on that, but she actually said that she didn't realize the depth of her <clears throat> abuse that she had gone, that she had endured until yeah. she was out of it. And I totally get that. You get that. I 100% I know you get that. You understand it now. Because it wasn't, it's not until you are removed from a situation. Now this could be any situation, an abusive situation with a parent, a spouse, a boyfriend, or a bad relationship. It's not until you remove yourself that you get clarity on what you actually went through. Yeah. So I do believe that. And a lot of people were, wondering why did he get life and she gets such a small sentence because she was the victim of abuse, right? So she was a victim and was acting out of that victim mentality. Like you want to get your captor or whatever. Of course. He was not a victim of the abuse. He should have had the wherewithal to identify, okay, this girl that I met is being abused. I need to get her out of that situation. I can get her out without killing the woman yeah yeah so that's why he was held to a higher standard and yeah. is serving a life sentence yeah. to me the sentence makes perfect sense life uh, for I him guess. yeah he killed somebody he did he you did. can't just kill somebody just because i mean i do now but i agree with her sentence though i don't even know if i agree that she should have done any time at all maybe some it's a different story but there's a girl who got out too not too long ago. i think kim kardashian was behind it too she she killed her captor as well, but she still went to prison and everything. The people that believe that she should do more time and that she got off easy say that she was she should have just escaped. But it's not that easy it's when not you're that easy. this. She was born into that. Yes, she has that mentality. Like she was struggling. It's not like she even didn't love her mother, and now she's even struggling with regret. Of course, either way, she lost. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Either way, she lost. Now, yeah. now she has to live. She's as an adult. She's got to go the rest of her life, and it's and her conscience is going to haunt her. You like, see how she has no teeth? That was one of the things her mother even had her teeth pulled. Yeah, they look like she has silver teeth. Yeah, like, she had all her teeth pulled. This woman did, was just – she even had uh, – the woman had – besides Munchausen, she also pretended – she was a fraud, basically, a psychotic fraud. She pretended that she was part, a victim of Hurricane Katrina and got a home – through habits of humanity. They had a home and the home had a, 
a wheelchair ramp built into it so it would be wheelchair accessible because she couldn't walk. Supposedly, she had said that her daughter couldn't walk. Oh, so she's super. She's fraud all the way around. She's just a fraud, a complete scam it's, artist it's, it's, fraud. It's sad that someone is born to a woman like that. You just never know who your parents going to be. Yeah. It's crazy. There's nothing you can do about that. I know. I'm telling you. Like, so I, if that is Munchausen is called? Munchausen by proxy. So if that's a level 10, what's a, a narcissist? Is it up there close by? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, like Munchausen by proxy. I wonder if it is like an actual medical diagnosis because narcissism is not a medical diagnosis. It's more of a personality disorder type hot, thing. Hot, yeah, I was going to say, so it's not a, okay, I see what you're saying. It's not like a medical diagnosis. Yes. But let me tell you, in, in terms of like we were talking about, you don't get, you don't know the the depth of your abuse and situation until you're out of it. M me dealing with everything with my dad and everything, I've realized so many things it's like my brain is on, and if any of you have been through this, you could relate. It's like my brain is on the, it's replaying my life. Yeah. And it's processing all of my memories through the knowledge that my dad is a narcissist. And it, and so many things are like mind blowing that so are making sense. It's a, it's a message of damn. It Almost is. like, I know you questioned it was my child. I mean, obviously, it was real, and he did love you guys, but still yeah. had that personality. Yeah, and I still don't feel like I had a horrible childhood. I'm not saying I had a horrible childhood. I'm not. But I also feel like part of that is because I was somewhat lucky because in that situation, I was the star a lot of times when I was growing up. Janine is the star. She's the best at yeah. this and the best at that. So I got the better end of the stick versus yeah. maybe my sister and my brother, and I don't want to speak for them, but who didn't as much. They yeah. got. They were like wore the scarlet letter for things they had done. In a weird twisted way, he built you up. Yeah. To where you're at now. Yeah. So in a weird twisted way, some of the positive attributes to my personality. I am a, a overachiever. I have a good work ethic. Yes, you do. I'm True a that. perfectionist. I yes. want to be good at everything. I want to figure everything out. That comes. Punctual as hell. That comes from that. That comes from that. So yeah. there's not all negatives. I'm. I'm also a firm believer in any situation. I feel like. There's positive in any situation. True. Very true. Or there could be. And Very so, true. I agree with you on that one. So that's that's my whole... I never understood that, what you just said, but me doing a prison stint, it's not all that negative. I take some positive yeah, out of it Yeah, you got too. a lot of positive What did I get out, out of, of that? that? Mental strength, which well, I which use now. Which we're going to talk about for yeah. sure. And for sure you got that from there. Yes, of sure. course. That's a test of life. But yeah, and Gypsy Rose, she's an internet sensation, got like millions of followers, so she's going to have a, some shows. positives out of it as talk well. Talk shows, interviews, everything now. Yeah, all right, moving on to the Hold My Coffee. I'm going to hold and drink it. Hold it and drink it. Mm. This comment. Here we go. Says, it was speaking of narcissism and Gypsy Rose, actually, and blaming her problems on her mother. Um, this person commented on the narcissistic parents video that we did, episode 475, and said, when you become an adult, it's time to stop blaming mommy and daddy for your troubles. And I don't think I, I blame my dad or my parent. I, I, I don't blame him for my troubles Never. at all. So this, at all. I'm like, but maybe you should watch the video before you Mortar, pass. What is it? Mortimer's Mortimer. Nerd. Mortimer's Nerd. 80404. All righty, Mortimer's Nerd 844. Watch the video, homie. <laughs> I don't know. I, because I actually, in a strange turn of events, I don't disagree with this comment. Because I do feel like people and we can tend to take every negative situation that we're put into 
and we use it as a crutch as to why we're not able to do X, Y, and Z in life. True. You can't take that victim mentality with you forever. Yes. There's trauma. Things happen. You got to learn to move on with it. You got to deal with it. Face it head on and move on. Use Mm -hmm. Use it as a strength. If it was a negative, turn it into a positive. I feel like that's what creates very successful people is adversity of some sort. Of course, always. It's always the people who go through the most adversity. Yeah. Ex-drug addicts, people who've been incarcerated, people who survived the war. You got to turn it around, turn it into a positive. Use it as a strength, Yeah. not as a weakness. No, I agree. So thank you, Mortimer's nerd. But I don't feel like I'm blaming my dad for my problems. I'm just feeling it's just clarity. That's how I can explain it. I just have clarity yeah. on some things. I have clear, a lot of clarity with my mother. And one thing I can take positive out of it is it makes me realize what a freaking rock star my mom was even more. So if she yes. didn't die with the utmost of honor, she has it now. That woman has like platinum angel wings. Yes, yeah, she does. She really does. She protected you guys. Yeah. All right, you guys, moving on to Comet Corner. The first one comes to us from Cindy Martinez, and she says, spot on. I think uh, you sound like Julia Roberts. Much love. Thank you. I've never heard that before. Julia Roberts. I'll take that. She has a great voice. Man, that's a huge honor. Julia Roberts. Are you kidding me? Because she was commenting on whether the sound was on point. That's cool. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate that. The next one comes to us from... Shauna TK79, I feel called out in such a good way. I'm also an online coach, but newer. I've been coaching women for free and setting up researching how to run things in the meantime. I keep enrolling in courses and feeling like I need to learn more before I officially launch and take on paid clients. This is my sign that I have to take the messy action. Thank you. She's referring to when we were talking about people are consumers of information, but don't execute. Yeah. And I commented back on her. Yeah. Yeah, you know what it is? Shauna, it's also imposter syndrome. Like you feel like you don't know enough yes. to, to help somebody else. We always feel like that. Yeah, it's normal. Yes. It's actually, if you're feeling that way, it probably tells me you probably know plenty because those feelings, when you feel imposter syndrome, it's usually a very high or successful, high achievers, very knowledgeable, smart people feel imposter syndrome. Joe Rogan's the number one podcaster, in my opinion, in the world. Numero uno. He even gets it. Yeah, he, he gets it. And he's... Rich, famous, he's done it all. He's not an imposter. He's the real deal. He's yeah. the best at this. No, so he's a top dog. If Joe Rogan gets it, you're good. You're good. Don't worry. I want you to report back to me, Shauna, when you start taking clients. Because yep. I recall you commenting a while back. That must have been a couple months ago already. And you told me the same thing a couple months ago. That means you're still not taking paid clients. You need to do, you need to value your worth. Yep. I know you know enough because yeah. if you've been taking courses and it, Judging yeah. by her picture, you look fit and like you look like workout. So you yeah. must know a thing or two. Exactly. And, and what is the guy that I follow, Mr. Wes Watson? Yeah. Create the man that you admire. Yeah. Create the woman you admire and give him or her to the world. Yep. You look so the part. So it's time to give yourself to Handle the world. It. Handle it, girl. You got it. Yep. All right. Moving on to Hazard Ish. 4810. This is Sarah. Hi, Sarah. What's up, Sarah? She, she left a really good comment. So, Happy New Year, Mr. and Mrs. Escobar. I love the new Candidly with Coffee logo. It's so fun watching you two grow. I agree. The live was the exact same as y'all's podcast videos. Super authentic. She's talking about our live video because I was really happy with I felt like people really loved that, yeah, that podcast episode. So, here's her question, and I really liked it, and I feel like it touches upon some of the things I want to talk about today. So, 
She says, Janine, you told me on the second when I commented on your IG post that this was my year. Thank you so much for the confidence. It's literally driving me to reach my 7,000 step goal. Currently mm. on my new year streak and going strong. Dilemma though. Although I am doing all the things and feel good about them, I glanced in the mirror and was almost immediately sad. How does one keep their eye on the prize when I don't like what I see in the mirror? My feelings don't reflect my appearance, if that makes sense. I'm not where I want to be yet, but I know I'm doing right with eating, working out, steps, etc. It's a struggle looking at my current physique and feeling like what I'm doing is getting me closer to where I want to be. I got this. Sarah. Don't do it for your body. Look at me. Don't do it for your body. Do it for your mind. You're building this, the willpower. Do it for this. I promise you, you keep doing what you're supposed to do. You follow it. Stay on your program. Don't deviate. Results will come. I promise you that. But this first, number one. I just talked about that a year ago in an old video. Yeah. You know what? I had to think about this one, to be honest. That's why I liked it, and that's why I didn't reply right away. I really had to think about it because I can relate to this exactly. When you start a new program or when you're starting on your goals, you feel so good immediately. You start to feel like, oh my your gosh, energy. I feel like a freaking rock star. Yes, and then sometimes you catch your reflection in the mirror and what does not reflect how you feel yeah, because you feel better instantly, but the, that the results externally Take some time. And it does. And it can be a little bit of a punch in the gut. I don't know for men, but for women, it, it can be. And I know too. this feeling. Of course. And so I really wanted to think about, okay, it's easy to say do it for your mind or whatever. But at the end of the day, we're doing it for that external too. Of course we are. Okay. So we can't ignore, in my opinion, can't ignore that. So what do you do to get yourself through that so it doesn't derail you? Because there's going to be some time where the lane, eventually the lanes are going to meet. Yep. And, so I'm saying, and keep going. the external is going to match the internal. Yep. But right now, the internal's ahead. And so the external's back here. It's ca it'll catch up. Visualization. Yeah. That's what has helped me. Facts. Don't always feel like you're constantly looking for every, every result, every progress in the mirror. Don't look for it. Just put your head down. Do the things you need to do like you're doing. Yep. And in the meantime, visualize who you are becoming. Like strong vision of yes. who that is yep. put it even put find goals and put it on your vision board or whatever and just feel it and i want you to really sit in it and feel like you're already there let yourself feel the feelings how will you feel when you put on the genes when you are what you want to be yes and you can start to let your mind take over and let yourself believe you're already there that's a good way of doing don't at try it. to always look and punch yourself down no you're not there look in the mirror no don't do no, that don't do that don't even constantly look for every little thing. Just put your head down, let your brain do the work and yep. visualize like you're already there. That's one thing. That's good. Yep. The other thing is in the short term, don't punish yourself in the now and, and say when you get this size, you're going to treat yourself to clothes or you're going to treat yourself to a new workout outfit or new shoes. Treat yourself now. You should feel good now a new workout outfit that you fit into right now, yes. a new pair of shoes. Those are the kind of things that made me feel good about myself in the short term so that I didn't get that feeling like 
like that, like punch in the gut when you realize that the internal is not matched up with the external yet. Yep. So that's another thing. Treat yourself to a, wor- a workout of it. It's like CRZ yoga is affordable. So it's not like Lululemon prices. They have, they're very inclu- size inclusive, something like that. For me, when I was really bigger, when I was over 200 pounds, I spent money on makeup and shoes because that's what made me feel good. And they didn't, they fit regardless. Yeah. I've heard of some women also buy a dress that you really like. You've been eyeballing. Even if it doesn't fit you now, buy it and just keep your eye on the price. And sometimes that's motivation. Yeah, I had that too. I had gold shorts. Oh, see? So I had a pair of gold shorts. It's always pants or jeans or shorts or bikini or or, or dress, something. Yeah. So I had this gold short. This is is when I was in, um, after high school, I was 18 and I was trying to lose some weight for a trip. And I, I, there was these cute little jean shorts. They were, Union Bay was the brand. I even remember. My cousin Lisa can vouch for this Damn, story. Yeah, you got a good memory. Because I went to Macy's and they didn't fit. And I was trying to fit into the shorts so that I can go to Cancun. I didn't buy the shorts until they fit. But yeah. every week we would go back to Macy's, go in the fitting room and try on the shorts. Oh, wow. Until they fit. And guess what? And I got them to fit and I bought them and I wore them on my trip to Cancun. So that was one of your motivating factors. Yes. That's good. See? And, and that was when I was 18. So it worked then. It, the same kind of thing does. I do like to have that, like a gold pair of jeans or something like that. So? But don't forget to reward yourself now, though. Reward your actions now. Do what's going to make you feel better now. And even a new water cup, something simple, a new shaker cup. Right. Sometimes it's the simplest little things. And just remember that eventually... The lanes are going to meet. Hey, even like meet. even like new headphones for the gym or something. Little things like that. Yes, that that's a good too. one. Yeah, for that's sure. That's a good one. A new playlist. Spend some time. Things yes. that are going to make you feel good. Yes. You want energy when you work out. You want to hear some good music. Yeah, but don't forget the power of visualization, though. And I, seriously, like the mind smell is powerful. it. Yes. Feel it. You got this. I'm telling it. you. Tell yourself like, every day. Everything. Because it's very powerful. It and is. It, the, and it it will work to help you get to where you want to be. If you're programming your brain, you're putting in the inputs doot, 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 yep. doot, so that it can help you get there. That's a good way of looking at it. So eventually the road's going to cross. Boom, yeah. Together. This is why meet. a lot of people struggle because yes. when suddenly you're doing all the things, you feel like you're doing so much and then the, your results don't match up with how you feel. But then I have to bring people back to reality sometimes like with clients because I'm like, hold on a minute. You've only been on track for six days. What did you? What do you expect to happen in yeah, six you days? Yeah, you didn't put this code of uh, body it. fat overnight. You took time. So yeah. think about this. You always say this. Listen, if you cut your head down, think about what you look like three months, six months, a year down the line. Yeah. People don't look at it that way. They look at too short, too fast. This isn't Amazon, man. It doesn't come like that. The yeah, results no, take time. No, it's not. But all right, moving on to a movie that we watched yesterday that I think is a good way to talk about mental toughness and mental fortitude. So we watched a movie on Netflix called Society of the Snow. Yep. It's actually a remake of a movie they did many years ago because I watched it many times before. The movie was called Alive, and it is about a plane crash in the Andes Mountains. It was carrying 45 passengers, uh, and 19 of those passengers were a Uruguayan? Is that what you say? Uruguayan? Uruguayan, Um, Uruguayan, Rugby team. Yep. And they crash in the Andes Mountains and they're and they survived the crash. I think only a few people died on impact. Isn't that crazy? Even though the plane split. Split. The backhand split. There was like a few people that died on impact. And the sad thing is, because of where they landed, they were not rescued. They they didn't find them. And 
they went on to live with a few of them died a little bit from the different things they went through, but they went on to actually 17 people survived the crash and they were in the Andes mountains in frigid frozen temperatures yes. for 71 days. That doesn't even seem humanly possible. People don't realize how cold it gets up to injured. No food. No food. No water. Nothing for 71 days. That's to make do. And they only survived, actually, the 17 people because two of them didn't sit and wait. They knew they were going to die. They had heard. They had a radio and said they knew that the search rescue was called off. So they yep. knew they were dead. It was over. But two of them decided to hike out of the Andes Mountains with no equipment. Let's see. It said they climbed 15,260-foot mountain peak and hiked for 10 days, 38 miles, without gear to seek help. The power of the mind. And it's just incredible. Yeah. The will, the will to live. Injured, weak, sick like frail, frostbitten, everything you can imagine. And they were able to climb a 15,260-foot mountain. That's almost humanly impossible. So the next time that you're staring at your shoes because you feel a little, like, tired and you don't want to go walk on the treadmill, I want yeah. you to think of these guys. Yes, they, this is actually, there was a camera. This is not the real picture, but there is some real pictures. This is from the movie. Yeah. Um, but there was a camera, there was camera. So they have actual pictures from the footage, but this is from the movie. And it's just incredible when you look at this and think what these people went through for 71 days. That's even like, how do you survive that long in the cold? Just the freezing Survival temperature. instincts. Yes. So, but what is it? It made me think about what... Is it the two guys that said, no, F this. We're not We're going to lay down and die. No. We are going for it. What's the saying? Die trying. I'm not going to sit here. I'm going to die trying. So they went for it. They go, either we're going to sit here and die or I'm going yep. to go for it and die trying. It's better than nothing. So mental fortitude is the ability to have strength. Babe, you're breathing so loud. You know that it picks up on the mic, my right? <laughs> oh, God. You make my editing life hard. Mental fortitude is the ability to have strength in the face of adversity. When you're knocked down to get back up and fight, when you're struggling, tired, bored, to keep your eye on the goal and continue working forward to show up even when you don't feel like it. Yes. I think that's the most important thing. You got to show up when you don't feel like it. And you have to do that often. Right? Every day. So like Go ahead. I said, it's like me every day with these cold showers. I don't always want to do them. I have a fight in my brain every day. Today's, we'll skip it. Nope, I do it anyway because of that mental mm -hmm. fortitude. So mental strength is the cognitive and emotional skill of reframing negative thoughts and adverse circumstances. Being mentally strong or mentally tough helps us to resist both internal and external influences that weaken our self-confidence. So it, it makes us so that in, we think about solutions. So people with mental fortitude are problem solvers. That's one of the characteristics that they have. They solve problems. They don't just take something for status quo. So like these guys in the mountains, they were problem solving. Yes. Yes. They also had to do something very drastic in order to survive. 
Yeah, that that was a whole other. There was controversy in that. I know back then, but yeah. part of the thing, one thing that they did have to do to survive was eat the bodies of the the people that didn't make it. Yes, that was the only way. They needed mm -hmm. protein to survive. If not, they wouldn't have made yeah. it that long. Yeah, and in fact, one of the one of the guys in the movie, his mother and sister died. It, they perished after the crash due to their injuries, and he gave them the authorization he says you can use my the it was one of the guys that went on the hike it was his mother and sister that yes. died and he said went on the mountain peak and he said you have my blessing to i don't even want to say it i but know yeah. this is grotesque but that's how they survived that's the truth of it yeah so the a tough person likes the mentally tough person likes a challenge they enjoy hard work they're first to put their hand up they like change they enjoy tests they yes. have high levels of focus. They have a can-do um, attitude, confidence. They're yep. curious to find things out. They want to fix things. They want to figure things out. They're very curious. They seek out feedback. They feel in control. They stay calm. They like to take initiative. I do feel like that I'm a mentally strong person. You are. Do you think so? Yes. So how do you build mental fortitude, though? Got to do the hard things in life things you don't want to do i guess it's okay if you're listening to this and you think okay maybe i don't feel like i'm very mentally tough like how do you go about building it though anyone can build it i always say it's not no special genetics it's not mm -hmm. nothing where we don't have special powers we mm -hmm. just built it over time it could be you got put to a test early on when you're young going to that police academy yeah so i do break. feel i have read about that before so every time you do things that are difficult Yes. You are paving a pathway to do difficult things. Yes. And, and you want to get that really deeply ingrained. Every time you quit something or you don't keep promises to yourself, you make it harder the next time. Or you give up. Let's just say you're yeah. doing training, whatever it is you're training for. The minute it becomes hard, you give up. So yeah. guess what? Now you have that safety net. Anytime something gets a little hard, a little tough, you give up. It's already right. ingrained in your brain. You have that quit in you. Yeah, it's like you're not keeping promises to yourself. Nope. Or are you the type of person that starts things and you never finish or you get discouraged and think, oh, I'm in the negative self-talk. That's another thing that, that actually diminishes the strength of your mental fortitude is negative self-talk. Yes. And everybody does it. Okay, I do it. Everybody does it. Where you have moments where you're like, I'm a loser or I'm dumb. You have these thoughts internally. I'm not book smart. I've told myself that a million times. And you have to stop the negative thoughts in their tracks. And actually, I looked into like, how do you do that? It sounds dumb, but you actually even have to do it out loud sometimes. If you're looking in the mirror and you're picking yourself apart, you literally need to say stop so that you're it like jolts the brain a little bit and it gets you off that frequency. Yeah. Like you really have to constantly course correct all day long. Yep. If you allow yourself to, how do you expect other people to treat you if you don't even treat yourself well in your thoughts, the things that nobody even knows that you're exactly. saying? Exactly. And that stuff, and I don't think people correlate the two, but they are connected. The negative self-talk diminishes your mental fortitude yep. because then you don't have confidence in yourself. Part no. of mental fortitude is building your self-confidence. Yep. And how do you build self-confidence in your abilities is by following through and, and keeping the promises to yourself. 
And because then you think like, how, let me give you an example, like your NASM that you did. Yes, that my NASM. gave you confidence in your learning it abilities. Did. It did. So now you are more likely to sign up for another course because yes. you feel confident in yeah. your ability to learn and retain information. Why do I feel confident from the NASM though? What did I do? You were out of your comfort zone. Yes, but what else did I do? I don't know. I don't want to I play. Aced my, I aced my test with no problem. Oh, it was well, like with I a know. test, nervous, hands are shaking, sweating. I felt confident because you helped me. We studied. I put in the work. I knocked. So you're completing that task that you built confidence in yourself. Yes. And I think that's like on a larger scale. But if you want to really start building mental fortitude on a little scale, it it. Set little challenges for yourself that you can achieve so that you can start building the confidence in your abilities to achieve something. Yep. I'm dealing with that right now with my clients in the challenge, in the eight-week challenge. So many are so, they're afraid to mess up. No, so you have like, to. You got to mess up in life. You learn from it. Yeah. You have to. You must. You have to do things and fail repeatedly. That's what's going to build your confidence. You're going to yes. get better at things. You do things and fail. And yes. it doesn't have to be perfect. I'll give you an example. Last week's podcast episode, okay, Friday, Mike was falling out of his chair. The The camera angles weren't right. You I, were sitting up higher. I was sitting up lower. We're all we're off. But we knew we were going to be off for our first one. We said it. We're, it's going to take us a minute to adjust. Time. Yes. You have to go through that. And I know we talked about the same thing last week, but this is just layering onto that. Yes. I feel like we tend to have themes for the month. And right now our yep. theme is like building willpower and strength and mental fortitude. Yeah. Because those are the things, not even just about getting your body right and all of that. Those are what's just going to get you through life. And what's crazy, I got to confess something. For many years, I don't know. I don't want to blame it, but I don't know if it's... If I, I would say a learning disability, maybe my ADHD. I just couldn't sit still, and I didn't want to be in class. So I told myself that I wasn't book smart, okay, for many years. I said, I'm right. street smart. I'm street smart because of my past. Right. I've always hustled in mm -hmm. streets, and I felt like I was good at that. Yeah. But when I applied myself to the books, like with NASA, for example, right. aced it. You were recently teaching me technology. Yeah. I'm picking it up. So just give me a second, but yeah. I'll pick it up. At it, first, it's going to be a little struggle. I hate it too. I'll be honest. I don't like things, new things and technology. Yeah. It takes me a minute and I'll pick it up. So you get frustrated and yeah. you and don't, don't want to do, do it. Yeah. I just want to throw my laptop on the ground and crush and step on it. <laughs> I just, I don't, I don't have the patience like you do. This I'm very is, impatient. I know. So I'm this honest. is a perfect example because yeah. we can't use gym examples with you because you're already no. comfortable in the gym. No, that's my house. So that's whereas house. some, most people, that's where they're struggling, right? Yes. But you can relate to them. Because yes. think the way you feel when I'm teaching you yes. to edit something or whatever is yeah. how somebody feels when they walk into a gym yes. for the first time. I can only they want to walk out and say, screw this. The confidence I don't like isn't there. it. Yes, I get that. Yeah, I'm you're gonna, right. I'm going to go back to Billy Blank's video yes. because I can do it in the comfort of my own home. And yes. I'm probably doing it wrong, but there's nobody to know that I am. And Same thing with you in the studio. You're in your little bubble at home for so long in your mm -hmm. comfort zone. And now, broke out of your shell. Right. No, same. I'm guilty too. Yep. I, We're all guilty of it. I am guilty of being in my bubble and being the imposter syndrome for sure. And those, but I am also good about trying to constantly course correct my negative thoughts though. I really try to like, nope, don't the imposter syndrome and the negative thoughts that I tend to get. Like I, but you have to do it constantly. It is not it's some, like repetitions. Yeah. It's just like working out. 
How you build muscle? Repetitions. How you get more confident in the gym? Keep going. Repetitions. You're going. The more you go, the better you get yeah. at it. Yeah, and, f- and be okay with it's not going to be perfect. I remember no. one time somebody told me years ago, you'll know who this is. She was like, oh, my God, that's so embarrassing. Like, you're putting a video, you're recording a video, and you're putting it on the Internet. This is, like, before social media was really popping. Yeah. This is, like, maybe 12, 13 years ago. I remember that. Yeah. And she's, oh, don't you care what people think? And I'm like, no, I can't care what people think. You can't care. If I cared, then... If I would have never had this podcast, honestly, I I didn't know what the heck I was doing. The first episode is atrocious. Exactly. Go back and search for people and you'll see. We we winged it. We didn't know. We didn't know what we were doing. So bad. But we learned along the way, take some time. And here we are going on four, getting on the fifth year now. So don't be afraid. Don't look at it as failures either. People look at this thing as failures, just life lessons. That's okay. You get back on the horse. You fell off. You get back on the horse, man. That's it. Don't be scared. I promise you, you'll get better at it, whatever it is. Even learning macros at first could be scary over woman. I didn't know macros eight months ago till you taught me. I thought once I got the hang of it, I'm off and running Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because I kept doing it, repetitions. And when you feel yourself having the negative thought, like what do you do when you have the negative thoughts or days where you have, there are days that you'd tell me that, oh, I just have negative thoughts. Like what do you do to get through that? I just got to push through, tell myself push through and then push it out that they're just thoughts are not real. Yeah, that's another thing, actually. You have to ask yourself when you're having a negative thought, you need to ask yourself, is this based in reality or is this just me making stuff up? A lot of times it's just us making stuff up mm-hmm. and on it because mm-hmm. this cranium of ours, this brain of ours is very complicated. I forget how many times we think a day. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Sometimes your mind is just it's spinning. A lot. Exactly. You have to learn to stop and reframe your thoughts quite often, actually. It's shocking to how often the negative self-talk is, but in people that are don't have that built, that mental strength, that mental fortitude, it's much worse and much more yes, often. Yes. Like people often yes. talk about like anxiety. Everyone says the it's like a buzzword, anxiety, fight Every- or flight. We need it. Okay. We need some levels of anxiety. Yep. We need, it's just how, it's a fight or flight system. It's what gets us out of danger. We can't get rid of that altogether. But it just. Same thing as discomfort. We need it. Yeah. We need discomfort. You can't be comfortable Mm -hmm, all the time. Hell mm -hmm, no. You mm -hmm. need discomfort in your life. You have to have that. So don't panic if something doesn't feel comfortable. Yeah, it's okay. exactly. Those are there for a reason. Even yep. like some things have just been vilified. Like everyone talks crap about cortisol. Oh, cortisol. Cortisol is actually essential as well. Our cortisol level rises when we get out of bed in the morning. It's what gets us up. Yes. It, it rises when we exercise. Yes. When we're building muscle or we're putting our bodies under stress. Yes. Stress is not all a bad thing. No, it's not. But, but you just have to know how everything works and understand it. And I like to think about building strength and, and mental toughness. I like it to be at the forefront of my thoughts because then you realize every day you realize, Ooh, I just built my mental strength today. Like I pushed through that. That was good. Yes. So you're constantly, and it's almost like you're giving, it's like a little reward when you're aware of it. It's like you're giving your bot yourself a little rewards. Today, I got through my five-minute cold shower. Mm-hmm. I, right. I, I'm happy when I'm done. I'm like, yeah. yes, I conquered my inner bee. Yeah. Let's go. It was hard today. It was cold. It was freezing, but I knew it was I knew it was going to be hard. And what else get, builds mental fortitude? It's hard times. Facts. Hard times, right? Like yes. you were saying, right? You're, you've been through a lot of hard times. Yes. It's made you stronger. Yes, it does. It, it's weird that we have to go through that, though. But we have to. We must yeah. go through hard times. 
We must. Mm -hmm. Because then you don't know. First of all, then you don't appreciate good times. That's true. (laughs) For one. And second of all, you don't know how to get through that. Life is not a a bed of roses. No. And you know what Joe Rogan said also? A lot of times we're searching for that end goal, like success, whether it be money, success, and we forget to enjoy the now, the grind. We're in it. Yeah. Don't forget to the grind. Yeah. Right now we're grinding. We yeah. haven't took off where we want right. to be, but we're in the grind right now. Yeah. And that's okay. You got to enjoy the grind as well. You do. It's part of the journey. To, you do. That it's building a mental strength. Because you look back at it, we'll look back at this years from now and be like, wow, remember our first episode in the new podcast studio? We might be in a studio 10 times bigger yeah. than this someday. But you know what? I already do that. I do that when I look at our old episodes now. Of course. I'm like, oh my gosh, look at that. Look where like, we came from. Yeah. How many like, rooms we switched? I try to do that i try to really be appreciative of the now because it's important enjoy the now the present always a lot of times we dwell on the past i'm super guilty of that and then we're thinking too far ahead in the future and it seems too out of grasp yeah you have to enjoy the present i also feel like that delay that uh, prevents you from finding true happiness yeah i call it like the if then syndrome it's like i'm not going to be happy right now because I'm not, I have this and this that I want to accomplish. So if this happens, then I'll be happy. I yep. hate that. Look, no, you have to be, it's actually gr- gratitude is what it is. Practicing gratitude. You got to be yeah. grateful for the present and it's okay to want more and look forward and stuff, but don't lose sight of the present No, because it's gone and then it's gone. And listen, one thing that I forget about that I'm grateful for sometimes and I have to remind myself and it's hard to do it now because I'm removed from it years later is when I was incarcerated I used to say man I can't wait to take a normal shower or sleep in my own bed things like the little things I can't wait to get up to a cup of coffee or go to a Starbucks or even eat McDonald's I've been so far removed because I've been out since 2005 of May but now sometimes I have to remind myself like dude like just a little gratitude I think we forget little things it's important actually you should practice gratitude daily Because you yes. have to stop and think, what am I grateful for? Because you can't lose sight of it because you can get stuck in the suck. Yes. And, and, it, and life does suck sometimes. And you do get suck. stuck. And you get stuck in like a mental hurdle and mental block. And we all go through it. Everybody does. You know what I do? Like well, we call I it have, a funk. I have this tattoo right here. This is a, a, it's a Japanese cherry blossom. And the reason I got that is because the Japanese cherry blossoms are beautiful. They're beautiful when they're blooming. Yes. But one wind can come in and take it out and every one of the blossoms goes off the tree. And then all that's left is the branches. Yep. And one thing is certain is eventually the blooms will come back and it'll be beautiful once again. Yes. So it's a reminder to me that even in dark times when it's just branches, when I feel like I'm just a branch, like the flowers are going to bloom again. Yep. Even when you don't think they are, there's been times I thought, man, this time I don't know if they'll ever bloom again. And then they do. I mean, look what we went through not too, a couple years back. No, I losing know. Losing your mother, losing our dogs. We went yeah. through some nasty ugly dark times no, tough I, I was thinking about karma actually my she's my yorkie by the way that i lost it it's real it's still hard for me to talk about but i yeah. was looking for clothes for the for phoebe and charles in the little drawer and i came across her little sweater damn and i just thought wow it's hard still yeah but it's bearable yeah and i remember when she when i lost her i thought it's never gonna be bearable yeah will you find happiness again 
yeah, like I never thought I w- it would be bearable. I know, I mean, I mean, I'm talking about my dog. You guys probably, some people probably don't understand, but like my dogs are like children for yep. me. Very close, always attached. She went everywhere with us. This- and so that was, it was tough, but I, it gave me, again, when you go through really freaking shitty times in your life yep. and you get through it, and you're still standing, it gives you confidence in your ability to go through really hard things. And that is what builds mental fortitude. Exactly. So you cannot build it by avoiding the hard things is my point. Yeah. Some hard things, sadly, they're inevitable. But some hard things we avoid because we want to be comfortable all the time. Yes. Always. That's so true. You're right about that. And like I said, some things, uh, sadly, we're going to all go through many sad and difficult things. And so the the benefit would be to build that mental strength and toughness so that those things don't break you. Yep. And that you can come back so that you can be like the Japanese cherry blossoms and bloom yeah. again. Yeah. It's like that quote, actually. I have it here. It's one of my favorite quotes. I was going to say, I was going to say, but you already pulled it up. This is the, my mm-hmm. most favorite quote mm-hmm. right here. We have this actually in our gym. This is from the Rocky movie, but it's it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. Yes. Because life, nothing hits harder than life. It's going to hit you. It's mm-hmm. going to smack you. You're going to go through death. You're going to lose loved ones. You might lose your job. There's a lot of tough things when things just feel like life's over for me. No, it's not. You got to keep up. Keep As long as you're breathing, remember this. As long as you have a life in you, you keep fighting. Don't quit. Mm-hmm. Like those people Don't on quit. the plane. Don't exactly. They, they didn't quit. No. Even when there was no hope, there were, they literally heard the radio say the search is called off. We're going to resume after the winter. Ninety nine percent of humans would have quit. They would have died. There were the one percenters right. that, that said, "You know what? Yeah. We're going to fight to our last dying breath." And that's right. what they did, and they survived. And and because of that, the the ones with mental fortitude. Those ones survive. So the moral of the story, you guys, why do you need strength? That's the reason you need strength. You never know when you're going to be in a situation where you need your mental mm-hmm. strength to pull you out of something. Yeah. And also physical strength as well. Don't forget about that as well. Yeah, because... Both. And I both. actually, I thought to myself, the people that survived, this is another thing, totally off topic, but the ones that survived were the ones that had the most of the athletes survived. It was the rugby See, players. that they had physical strength. Yeah, they had physical strength. They also had that... The team mentality. They were very much a team there. It, it's called society of the snow. Yeah. They literally formed an instant society with leaders, with with workers, with yep. the whole they formed See? a society. But what I noticed, it was the athletes, the rugby players that were the the survivors because they had that team mentality. They had the physical strength. They were athletic. They were yep. healthy. Exactly. And that That's definitely what kept them alive. Yeah, for sure. All right, you guys, thank you so much for tuning in, and we'll see you on the next one.